Hi, everyone. Um, this morning I wanted to talk about um, sleep. Um, there's a lot written about sleep. There's a lot um, out there. And I didn't want to go into so much the um, sleep hygiene techniques because they're very well documented everywhere. Um, but this, this aspect of sleep appeared to me when I was battling insomnia um, some time ago that sometimes you can do all the things that are recommended. So you can create an eight-hour window that's at a regular time. You can switch off all your blue lights and LEDs and wear your orange glasses two hours before bedtime. Make sure that you haven't eaten within two hours of bedtime. Um, go for a walk, have a warm drink. Um, don't have any stimulating conversations or, or read anything stimulating. Um, have your temperature, the temperature of your bedroom all perfect and have the lack of light in your bedroom all, all sorted out. So you can do all the things you're meant to do and then get to bed and not be able to fall asleep. And when you've read all that stuff about sleep, the first thing that pops into your head, well, this is what used to happen with me when I'm lying in bed not sleeping, was all the statistics about the terrible dangers of not sleeping, the terrible things that happen to you. If you miss even one hour of sleep, you're much more likely to have a car accident the next day. Your life expectancy is reduced if you're persistently not getting enough sleep. And there's a million things that happen to you, according to the research, if you don't get enough sleep. And so you're lying in bed thinking about all this. What does it do? It doesn't help you fall asleep. And so I had to, I pondered this for quite some time and it, it drove me nuts. And I, um, well, the usual, I went to Dr. Google and I read some books, but Mostly with this one I figured it out, although there were a couple of books that helped me. The thing is, if you are in bed, and it can be when you're trying to fall asleep initially or it can be where you fell asleep fine but you woke up at 2 a.m. and you can't get back to sleep. The thing is, you are awake. You can't wish yourself to be asleep. You can't browbeat yourself into sleep. And the healthy thing to do is to accept that you are awake. So that's the first step is um, acceptance. This is the reality. There's, there's absolutely no usefulness in wishing it were otherwise, in complaining, criticizing, blaming, fretting, fearing, that it isn't otherwise. This is it. You are, you are in your bed. It's nighttime. You are not asleep. You can't force it. Uh, it made me think of that song. You can't hurry love. Well, you can't hurry sleep. You can't force sleep. It's just not possible. Well, actually, it probably is with certain techniques which one can get good at. But if one isn't already good at them, it's not possible to force sleep. So that's the first thing is just go, okay, this is, this is my lot. This is where I am right now. I'm in bed and I'm not sleeping. 
So what am I going to do? And um, that alone is is huge. It, it it takes you away from fighting it, feeling helpless, um, feeling there's nothing you can do. You're you're beating yourself up, being angry at the people who wrote the stuff that you heard or read that that causes terrible things if you don't sleep. Uh, so that's just a bad mind place to be in, and the. The bad mind place to be in, in itself, is damaging to your health. So why add another damaging thing to your health? Makes no sense. Um, And then the next step would be to say, okay, well, since I happen to be in bed, um, let me do something useful. So that doesn't mean you get up out of bed and start cleaning the house or getting on the computer. Because if you do that, then you're, you are contributing to future sleeplessness. Now, there will be times when you're so desperate that you do that and you can't beat yourself up over it. That's a decision, a decision that you must respect. But ideally, stay in bed just because long term that is going to help to cement in the habit of sleep. But while in bed... Be thinking, do something, um, do something mentally and with your senses, which is actually of use to you, which is helpful to you, as opposed to beating yourself up and lamenting that you're not asleep. So one thing you can do is just, um, I mean, it's got to be something calming. It, it can't be lying there thinking about, right, um, during the day I'm going to plan this, this and this, or I'm going to do this task. You can't be thinking about work or your project or running your business or what you're going to go to the shops to buy or what meal you're going to cook because that's a a planning, strategizing, future thinking, goal setting type thought pattern and that itself will also prevent sleep and create bad habits for future sleep. Um, But you can have thoughts that are pleasant So you can replay in your mind uh, some happy time or some happy uh, place you were in, feelings of pleasure, feelings of contentment, preferably visual and sensory and not so much words, not so much making sentences and talking to yourself but more actually seeing the scene, experiencing it, sensing it in yourself. And it can be of things that have actually happened some time in the past where you just were really happy and contented and replaying that. It can also be imaginary or creative. You can take yourself mentally to a place of happiness and contentment that's completely self-created. And the beauty of doing that is that you can create anything you want. Uh, So if you don't happen to be able to think of anything that actually happened, you can make it happen. And that is putting you into a proactive state of mind, an agency state of mind. Uh, I'm the creator of my own reality 
state of mind as well as a relaxed parasympathetic state of mind which is what you need for sleep so this is not you're not doing this because you're trying to create sleep because if you're doing it for that reason then you're going back into the I'm trying to sleep and that's stressful so you're not doing this with that in mind but you are doing it so as to feel relaxed and feel in parasympathetic so another way with that in conjunction with that is to go through your body and look for places in your body that are relaxed and comfortable it's very obvious to us when we've got areas that are tense or painful or tight or restricted or uncomfortable but we often don't see or don't look for the places in ourselves that are relaxed resting fully comfortable not in pain it's like when you um, I went to a drawing class many years ago and they gave us a chair to draw so we drew the chair and after we'd drawn the chair we drew the negative spaces so the we actually outlined the area of background that was framed by parts of the chair and it's a little bit like that it's easy to be aware of the things that are shouting at you from your sensations but it's um, just as important to take your awareness voluntarily to the parts of yourself that are happy, that are comfortable and that are fully resting in your bed. So that's um, another little trick. And then um, there's some really good, I mean, there's many different ways of doing this. I've read of quite a few, but it's just a series of, contract and relax different muscle groups so you can start with say contract your feet and lower legs and hold it for a few seconds and then let them relax fully and then do that part again and then let it relax fully and then contract as hard as you can your thighs and buttocks and hold that for a few seconds and do it twice and each time you relax be really um, just as aware of the relaxation as you were of the contraction so notice what muscles have released when you've let go what now feels more settled and comfortable and work your way up your body do the abdomen and then do the chest and do the back do the shoulders and arms, do the back of the neck, so pressing the head forcefully into the back of the pillow or in the back of your head into the pillow. Um, that's if you've got a pillow. And then scrunch up your face is the last one. And then you can do like a whole body contraction at the end. That's a really helpful technique for putting you into a parasympathetic state um, again, take away from your mind any expectation that you're doing a trick that will put you to sleep. Because as soon as you have that thought, it'll prevent you falling asleep. So think of it as I'm doing this 
because I'm trying it out because it feels nice, because I read it was interesting, because it's going to help me relax. So your goal here is not to put yourself to sleep. Your goal here is to be okay with the fact that you're not asleep. When you're okay with the fact that you're not asleep, you will have more likelihood of falling asleep because you've stopped fighting the fact that you're not asleep. But you still have to have that. It's just a little mind game in a way um, that you can't say, right, I'm doing this because it's going to put me to sleep. If, if it does, then it's a beneficial side effect. But if it doesn't, you've still done something that builds you. You've done something that helps you grow, that takes you closer to health, that um, is constructive. You've done something good with that time and the time you would have otherwise spent lying in bed bemoaning the fact that you're not sleeping. And one last thing that helps me is with your eyes closed, look at the patterns that form behind your eyelids. Just look at them as if you were in a movie theater and they're not horses or cars or things, they're just shapes. And just look at them with interest and curiosity with the same mindset you would have if you were watching something at a movie. And if you can relax yourself enough and just allow those shapes to be of interest to you, they start to look like things. They start to look like an actual scene, an animal or an object. And little by little, that will also put you into a state where it's much more easy and much more likely that the side effect will be that you fall asleep. So that's what I wanted to talk about this morning. Um, I just really feel that's a lack, that's a, a missing thing in the literature about sleep is it's all about what to do to enhance sleep, but it doesn't talk much about what to do when you're there and you're tossing and turning. So those are some tips and I hope that they've been of use to you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.